0: Oh yeah, it's Thursday night right here on JRU Radio, and it is Kish Rainy Hour, and I'm here with Nisim, of course, and no, there is no guest tonight, Um, uh, and we are going to... uh, The winter is guest. um, You know, Nisim, we have to get junior reporters, for those kids who want to be junior reporters, you guys are going to be able to be junior reporters. And you know what? On the Percha Hotline, my shows are on the Percha Hotline. For those who don't know, my shows are on the Percha Hotline. And, you know, for those kids who want to be junior reporter, thousands. I'm not going to even say how much the number is because I've been hearing a lot of things that's growing and growing my show. So I've been hearing lots of things. And, uh, yeah, and a special surprise I mentioned I mentioned a special prize, surprise I should say, Um, we are going to be announcing a raffle winner within the next few weeks, so have your radio tuned to Kishwini Arrow because something special, a raffle is coming up, and you might be the winner if you answer the questions. No answer to last week's question. Yes, had seven names. Why was one of his names yeter? Because a partial was added and Yetter means addition. And thank you to that person who responded to that question because yes, you got the correct answer and yes, you will be entered a raffle. So, yes. And if you know the answer to this week's question, we're gonna all go for it. You can text it into me 347-927-3279. And you could be into a raffle. The question is like this: you have a slave. This week's power show talks about Everdam slaves. You have a slave. Now, the slave goes free if you knock out a tooth. If you knock out one of the slaves' teeth. Now, what type of teeth we want to know what type of teeth do not qualify in this halacha there's a certain set of teeth that are not into this halacha they're not you don't get this type of punishment for doing uh knocking out this teeth now of course uh, i understand not everybody's gonna have those set of teeth by the time they reach this uh age when they're evident, but yeah if you know the answer to this question text it into me 347-927-3279 and you'll be entered a raffle and please do send whatever you want your Mazatov wishes and yeah and of course we are looking for junior reporters so text it in 347-927-3279 and, of course, we're going to talk about the Naki radio. The Naki radio is a special radio. It has many, many radio uh, stations attached to it. And I'm suggesting right now to get it. Uh, Nisim, is it on sale right now or we can't get it on sale? I think yes, still on sale. It's still on sale, so don't lose out. Anyways, back to our power show. Boys and girls, there's something very interesting. This week's power show is 53 mitzvahs. In this week's parsha, now talking about don't believe it. This week's parsha also talks about a certain halacha, and hara, a big halacha, and hara. Let's say you have a boy. You uh, you you're, you see your friend. See you're sitting. Uh, sitting next to Chaim, and during a test, and Shlomi's sitting next to Chaim. Shlomi's looking at the other paper. You see. And you say, Hey What's going on? You cheat? Can't do that. That's Russian hard. You can't say that. But what about this sentence? How about like this? Now you see of course uh you tell somebody that Schlemi
1: Slimy doesn't sit next to Ellie, cause Ellie during the test, do you know what he does? He looks at the papers.
0: Now, that's gonna be Lush and Hara. Well, here's a little bit of a story to tell you. What do you mean it's Lush and Hara? It's true! Yeah, of course it's true. It's true, that's, but that's exactly what Lush and Hara is. Schmelky, Schmelky. did you know that? Yeah, I knew that. Oh, so why did you not say it? I did. Well, Schmalki, you, you know, one of these days we're going to have to do something about you. We're going to have to do a voice changing. How oh, what's that? Um, we're going to have to bring in Rabbi Yitzhi Erp, and he's going to be the master of church, uh, the voice changing. How about that, huh? Yeah, I like that idea. Of course you like that idea. Then you and me, we're going to do it together. No, not me and you're going to do it together. Me and Yitzhi Earths are going to do it together. Hey, I want to do it too. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyways. Well. So, Shmulky, if you said that uh, Chaim shouldn't sit next to Moishi during a test, you know what that would be? That would be fun. No, that wouldn't be fun. Come on. I'm surprised in you, Shmalky. It's lush and horror if you said that. Oh, boy. That's... Wow. That's that that's too complicated complex complex you mean it's too complicated uh something like that right it's too complex for you okay all right listen for you it could be complex for me it's not why uh, i want to hear more about that story okay all right will you sit quietly
1: yeah i'll sit right now quietly
0: okay i'm waiting okay so well you tell, uh, Shmelly. That's not nice. You call somebody Shmelly. I did not. I said Shmelly. Oh, right. Well, that's exactly what lashnar is, you told Shmelly. A true statement about someone, even if it were false, it would be called moiti Shemra. That's a special name. Mighty Shemra. What does it mean? Well, what does it mean? It means that you're saying something false about a person oh that's very bad i don't want to want somebody to say something false about me no you wouldn't it wouldn't be nice yeah you wouldn't like it no i wouldn't like it either
1: i don't know but some kids do know i don't know sometimes
0: it's a habit what do you do about it then oh that's a good question what do you do about a habit what do you do about any habit schmelke um i think about it and i stop ah, there you go there's your answer you mean they're going to have to stop saying Lush and Hara? But what if somebody can't stop? No, 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 we're not getting realistic. You can always stop a habit. A habit, boys and girls, a habit. You can always stop a habit. Sometimes it may be very difficult. Really difficult. Sometimes you can have a habit. Sometimes you can have a habit of, let's say, cheating on the a test. That's fucking and Hara! I'm not saying anybody's name. No, okay. Oh, all right, good. I'm glad you finally agreed with me well now we're going to get back to this place called uh don't believe it because it's lush and horror anyways so this mighty shamra when you're saying a false statement when you're not saying something true Uh, I I lied sometimes yeah you lie sometimes right but you know what you're lying when you lie yeah you're not doing it on purpose right right i it just comes out of my mouth It just go like whoop. wow okay so if it comes out of your mouth then you've got to control your mouth i don't like controlling my mouth you don't like controlling your mouth then that, that's a very bad thing uh only on radio i don't like controlling my mouth uh, well if you're on radio and you don't like controlling your mouth oh that there's something wrong then i can't talk well if you can't talk then that's good well, then how can i read my stories that i have here huh oh yeah i want a bedtime story Well, so let me finish it anyways so uh Schmelly Shmel- tells D- donnie and says hey that that moishi that moishi was the cheater well Sh- Shmilky, I'm afraid that you fell into a trap. The Chafetz Chaim writes about this in a book called The Chafetz Boys and girls, there's a special book called The Chafetz And it's, uh, you know, they make many books about it. And I believe Rabbi Yitzhi Erbs and Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Przansky from Wonder Words have a whole thing about it. And uh, yeah, and there was a very good uh, program, uh, Wonder Words. I, I still listen to it, believe it or not oh man anyways well perhaps he knew that he would not be able to believe it if he spoke up or perhaps maybe if he's quiet a person by nature that doesn't like to fight or maybe to be quiet in order to receive a big bracha not to answer back i see shmalki what's wrong with believing lashon anyway hmm what's wrong well the Chafel Chaim colonel Rocha writes about that. The, the source of the ulcer against Lashon Hara. It's a posic in this week's Parsha. Don't accept a false report. Oh, wow, that's a false
1: report. But wait a minute, who says it's talking about Lashon Hara?
0: Uh, Schmalky, you said you're not going to talk out when I'm uh, saying a show. Well, of course, that's to refer to Lush and Hara, right? Because something that's not true is not Lush and Hara. Something that's not true is called Macy Shemra, which is worse. So. Oh, so how do you know? To- because I just said, if you're saying, well, first of all, if somebody's saying false, say this, then that's considered as Macy Shemra. Oh, no. Right. You wouldn't want to fall into that trap. Wow. Wow is right. Well, the Haft Chaim says that the punishment for believing Lush Noor is worse than for speaking it. So, if there were no listener, there would be no speaker. So, boys and girls, if you don't listen to me, then I won't be speaking.
1: <laughs> that's gonna be funny.
0: Oh, uh, come on. Uh, honestly, if I wouldn't be speaking, then you wouldn't have a show here. Well, oh, okay, so continue. Well, honesty... How can how can you believe these things? Does Chaim give any advice? Of course he does, Shmelke. That's not nice. You think my name. Oh, you don't like your name? Okay, I'll say Beryl. Oh, don't say my name. Oh no, nobody likes when I say their name. All right, I'll just use the, a random name. Purim. Anybody's name, Purim. No. Okay, so then I can say it. Well, he sure does, Purim. Someone who spoke Lush and Hara violated an uh, author. Don't be a tail bearer. A tail is somebody who says Lush and Hara. So Goes around saying, This person did that and that, and that person did that and that.
1: And why she's here talking on the radio? Hey, Schmulky, come on. I want to finish. Well, if you get to my age, then you're never going to finish. Well,
0: That's why I don't have you usually in studio.
1: Oh... You have to have me more often. Why? Because then you're not going to have listeners if you don't have me.
0: Oh, okay. Well, now if this person uh, spoke Lushanara, how can you trust him to tell the truth? We see that it's not, someone's not careful. Someone's not careful about telling Lushanara. We can't assume that he's careful about the vera uh, of lying. So maybe he's going to exaggerate, right? Well, yeah, Purim, you have sure opened my eyes. What should I do if someone begins speaking speak large and hard to me? What do I do about that? Boys and girls, what do you think? What should somebody do if someone is going to talk bad about someone else to you? What should you do? Well, let's find out. If someone's going to tell you something about someone else and it's not a good thing, well ask him before he begins um does this subject is this thing applying to me is this thing to me is there something that i can help well if the answer is no then it's an awesome thing to hear Well, wow, thank you so much perm you really know about the lush and Hara laws very well well that is because i study them every day they are complicated and need constant review. You need a, boys and girls, you always have to review. We're not only talking about Chavitz farm here. We're talking about everything. You always have to review. The most important thing is to review when you're young. Because when you get older and you review, you can review a thousand times and you're not going to get as good as you're young. So the more you learn and chazer when you're young, the older you are when you get older, you're going to remember them so much better. Anyways. Ah, story station. Here, you ready? Shmelke, you ready for the story? As the train went on for kilometer after kilometer, Rashmuel Weinberg of Slonum, the author of Divri Shmuel, well, he had a lot of chassidim, and he was in his thoughts. He was on the train. Well, the train stopped one station by another station and by another station. A parrots got on. The landowner the parrots gazed over at the wagon and came to the rest on his on the seat. The one besides the rabbi's attendant who sat right behind the rabbi ready to respond to the Chacham's request. The landowner sat down. The parts sat down, straightened his bones and turned to the rabbi. Who is this man sitting in front of us? And why is he surrounded by so many people? Oh, he's a rabbi, came the, uh, came the reply. A rabbi, the part said. I too am the grandson of a rabbi. Now, boys and girls, it really doesn't help to be a grandson of a rabbi if you're not going to follow the laws of halacha. This parrots... He, uh, he's saying, yeah, I'm a grandson of a rabbi, but you know what? You could be a grandson of a rabbi, but you're not a rabbi. And you know what, Kindlech? Every child could become a rabbi. Everyone can have Hasidim. Like, I'm here right now in J.R.U. Radio. I uh, I know Nisim has a lot of Hasidim over here. And believe me. No, Nisim, no? Not true? I don't know. Nisa was <laughs> uh, being a very big uh um anyways back to the story schmalky hey that's you schmalky why are you saying your name i wanted you to continue the story yeah please continue all right barrel you asked so nicely of course well the Hasidim all moved aside to make room for the big uh, parts this astonishing statement uttered loudly to the shock of all the passengers have reached the ears of the rabbi himself. Rabbi Warburg turned around in his seat and lovingly addressed the part, is that is so, sir. If your grandfather was a rabbi, and my grandfather was a rabbi, then come sit right next to me. The Hasidim all moved aside to make room for the landowner, and he proudly took his seat right next to the rabbi. So as you can see from right now, what I'm seeing, I mean, I didn't read the whole story yet. I mean, of course I read the whole story before I typed it, but I didn't read the whole story yet right now. So it seems like to me that this part likes to be a uh, Balgaiva. Well, we'll find out what happens. Well, in a kindly manner, the Rebbe asked about his ancestors. The landowner considered himself a grandson of Reb Mayer, the son of Rebbe of Badeshev. He was proud of his heritage. Despite the fact that he lived a life far removed from the Tyredica roots, a physician from Tsar Nikolai, it was already 40 years, he told the rabbi, since a pair of villain had passed through his hands. I'm reminded of an interesting story about your great-grandfather, said the rabbi. Would you like to hear it? A story? Why not? Why not? The landowner's interest was very, uh, guy. he got so interested, and the rabbi told the story well each night yanko would drag himself home drunk and he, he would uh obviously when somebody's drunk it's not a good thing because when you're drunk you some you can't control your actions. so sometimes uh, let's say uh purim is drunk that's funny because on am purim you do get drunk <laughs> well you're right purim we do get drunk but uh, well, uh that's why I'm naming it perm. Well, let's say you have Perm and he comes home drunk and uh, Perm gets drunk. Now uh, you know what? He can't control himself. He'll sometimes yell, and you know what? He won't even realize what he's doing. So yes, Kindlelo, drinking on Perm is a mitzvah and it's not perm yet, but we're getting pretty close to Perm, and Perm is, I believe, five weeks away. It's almost uh, Adar Aleph. It's almost Adar Aleph. This week, Tuesday and uh, Tuesday night, I believe, into Wednesday, is going to be Purim. No, it's not. It's going to be Adar Aleph. That's right. Adar Aleph. Very good. I'm glad you're listening, Shmelki. That's unbelievable that you're listening. And boys and girls, yes, Adar Aleph is coming up. And yes, Adar is a day of Simcha. It's a day that we are always, uh, we well, year, even on Tisha B'av, you know what? Tisha B'av, even on Tisha B'av, a person should not be giving up hope. Tisha B'av is a day about hope, not about losing your Simcha. You're always, a year is always supposed to be happy.
1: What? Even on Tisha don't day of the year?
0: Yeah, that doesn't make sense. How could somebody be happy on Tisha B'av? Well, you see. On Tishabov, it's a day of hope. We're supposed to cry. Yes, we're supposed to cry. Not because we're sad. We're supposed to cry because we don't have the basamikdosh yet. We're supposed to cry that please I shall make the besamdosh. It's a hope. It's you're hoping. Oh geez. so next time I cry, I should hope. Oh oh boy, that's interesting. Yeah. Anyways, each night yanko would drag himself home drunk. And after sitting all day. Long and he uh stealing and he stole away every penny and drinking one glass of whiskey after another. His feet would hardly agree to carry him through the twisted streets of Badish. One night he met the great saddle grev lady Yitzchok of Badish. Ah, Yanko, the rabbi said kindly, How I am jealous of you. Yanko's eyes wide Me, you're jealous of me. <laughs> is there anything about me to be jealous about? I mean, come on. <laughs> what do I have already? <laughs> yes, Uncle," said the Rebbe. Warmly pumping his head. Our Chacham says that when a person repents, when uh, does tshuva, his sins, his uh, avarice, get turned into merits. When you will repent with all your heart and return to the ways of your fathers, then your merit is going to be so much. You'll be standing on a much higher level than me. Ah, Rabbi Yankel spit out. If that is so, it pays to wait another year, and then the Rabbi will be able to be jealous of me a lot more since my uh, varus will be grow. Now you know what that was the very, very I think a uh, very silly thing for Yankel to say. And boys and girls, if you're listening to this, that uh, that Yankel saying that I'll wait another year to do tshuva, a person should never, ever, ever wait to do chuva because if a person is going to wait to do chuva, you don't know when you're going to be the last day every day should be counted as the day that this is very day is very important like right now this hour is very important to me and yes boys and girls um if you're listening we're always
1: listening yeah
0: well i don't mean you boys uh but uh i'm talking to the girls also well i'm also listening oh Shindle, i'm not talking about you i'm talking about um all the other girls and boys uh, over the radio can we see them no we can't see the other side why because you don't want to see them right now because it's going to be embarrassing
1: uh, that's not going to be so embarrassing yeah it's not going to be so
0: embarrassing yeah well maybe it will Anyways, back to the story, shall we? Okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's a very good idea. Ah, Rabbi, Yankel said so. Yankel told the Rabbi, "I'll wait another year." And so, Yankel was drunk, and he made fun of the Rebbe's speech. But and the Rebbe really tried to get him to get him to come back to tshuva well one day he got sick
1: oh no the Rebbe got sick
0: no not the Rebbe got sick Yanko was sick Yanko was sick what did he have well it doesn't say what he had in the book that I read but it does say he got sick oh well I don't know if this story happened a long time ago it happened with the bedich of a
1: Oh well then uh, then happy uh then I enjoy all the mamba.
0: Well I don't know. I, I mean yeah, I guess. Anyways, while Yanko lay in bed and he was very weak, his wife came ran to the Bedich of rebel and was tears, asked him to come to the husband. Yanko's a rabbi spoke kindly to the patient when he arrived. You always delayed any thoughts of change for another year. What about now? Ah. Uh, the uncle said there's something i want to tell you rabbi those eyes uh those eyes rabbi those furious eyes of the parts keep floating before me he was obviously very weak but there was a, a big determination in his eyes in the beginning when i rented my little inn from the parts it was nice and neat then as i started drinking and trying to get more money The windows broke. Now, boys and girls, if a window breaks and you're an innkeeper, and, you know, since he didn't notice them, so his business fell apart, so that's how he became so like this. And so it never entered my mind to repair them. Well, one one morning, one winter morning, while the pirates was out hunting into the woods, The heavens the Shemaim suddenly opened and a thunderstorm erupted. My landlord who was my parts who came in suddenly noticed his inn and hurriedly steered his horse in this direction, relishing its cozy and warm interior. You can imagine how angry he became when he set his eyes on the terrible condition of the inn. Entirely exposed to the elements like an open invitation for the rain. Of course the landlord demanded an explanation. And why? What could I tell him? I threw myself at his seat. You threw himself at his seat? No, no, no. At his feet. Ow! Oh. My dear sir, I cried bitterly. This is the innkeeper. This is Yankel talking. Did I know that it would rain like this? A terrible cry escaped Yankel's throat. In a voice weak from pain and anguish, he turned to Rebbe. Those eyes, uh, by those fierce eyes of the parts keep floating before me, and his words leave me without peace. They keep calling, demanding, going into my deeper of my uh, my neshama, like so many uh, swords. Didn't you realize he had else? Didn't you think that in the end that would come when you have to answer for your neglectful behavior, when you have bad behavior, so kindle here it is. This is unbelievable. That the Yankel saying he felt this in his bones all the time. That it was penetrating in him all the time. That, don't you know that you're going to have to pay for your terrible behavior? Kindle. With of. Sometimes we don't realize that we're acting in a way that's not appropriate. That's not a nice way of acting. And, uh, yeah. And uh, in the meantime, right now, it's, uh not a nice thing that i'm here talking because you know i'm uh i, I might be gazzle shayno what gazzle What what's gazzle Shano? well gazzle Shano is when i'm stealing somebody's sleep who's sleeping um well how do you know maybe i'm sleep talking huh uh
1: that's a good one <laughs> sleep talking i heard of sleep walking i did not hear of sleep
0: talking well um okay well now you did yeah, really, sleep-talking? Of course not. How could I sleep-talk? If I would be sleep-talking, I wouldn't be thinking, would I? Ah, oh, that's a good answer.
1: Anyway, can you go back to the story? Because I'm getting so nervous of what's going to happen. Well, we'll find out, won't we? You know, time passed by so quickly.
0: Really? Did you look at your watch?
1: Yes, what time was
0: it? Hey, why did you ask the question to yourself? I'm oh, sorry. Can you ask, can I ask the question now? Yeah. Why are you talking while I'm saying the story?
1: Because I didn't want you to do Gad Shaina.
0: Okay, very good.
1: Anyways. I did look at my watch. It's 7.33. Well, how about the weather? Did you
0: look at the weather today? Well, the weather was very cold today. And I believe it's going to start getting warmer. Yeah, it is going to start getting warmer. It's Hashemis Baruch
1: yeah and it's gonna be nice and warm and i'm gonna be able to
0: cozy up well uh you know the weather is always nice but today was a very bitter no today was a terrific weather what do you mean today's weather was unbelievable it was nice it was the mama's uh, good creation today gets rid of all the germs
1: yeah well what about the people who walk
0: around with shorts in this weather now what um i don't know you tell me what do you think um, I think... Wait a minute, Schmelky. you're getting me out of my topic here. I'm a model of a story, and you're coming to discuss the weather? I mean, what does weather have to do with the story? Because I was just realizing that uh, after you leave the radio
1: station, you're going to have to walk in the cold. Yeah, well, you know, last night was much colder.
0: Really? Yeah, of course. I wasn't out last night. No well, I hope not you were probably sleeping in bed, right? Yeah, I was I was nicely tucked in nicely tucked in and by who of course? By my mommy. Well, very nice. that's terrific. Well, Beryl, what do you have to say? Oh, oh tucked in That reminds me of a good joke. Well um let's hear it later, okay. Okay, I'll tell you the joke later. Anyways, back to my story, right? My story, right? Everybody, agrees? everybody agrees? Yes, everybody agrees. Okay, so we're going to go back. Well. well and, and as the cries of this dying person that the Yankala. Yankala. Poor Yankala is dying. Well, and as the cries of he's crying deep. He's deep. Uh, He's crying deeply because he's doing shuvah. The Rebbe of Sloan concluded the story. The B'devcheva Rebbe himself testified that Yankel the drunk left the world with a big, big chuva. The wealthy part sat... Wow. He sat silenced. He didn't... He didn't know what to say. He was stuck. He mean... What could he say? It was such an unbelievable story really unbelievable story that in one second somebody did shuvah and he was like that it's unbelievable well but he didn't uh, say anything and when the Rebbe removed his fillin from his pouch and merely extended his arm and watched as the Rabbi put the straps around the the parts and when the Rebbe offered him the fillin as a gift he didn't say no. He took it. Years later, the attendant was traveling when an elderly man approached him. Do you remember me? He asked. The attendant studied the person above the white beard but couldn't quite make out who he was. No, I, uh, sir, I don't remember you. I honestly don't remember you. Mm-hmm. Well, the stranger said, do you remember many years back when a, a landowner, a pirate, sat next to you on a train and a Rebbe invited me to sit next to him? I am that pirate whose heart Rabbi Weinberg kindled all those years ago on the seat beside him. The Rebbe's villain stoked the embers into a fire of flames that eliminated the way of to return to my ways. Wow, that was some story. Yeah, Kendalloch, you know. From the story you learn out that you, there's always a chance. No matter how down you go, there's always a chance to return. Really? Well, what happens if uh well you should just know many, many years ago. I remember. You do? What it was many years ago. You're not more than eight years old. How can you remember anything? Because oh, by the way, you have to speak more quieter. Why do I gotta speak more quieter? Because uh, you're going to be doing uh, Gazelle Shana. No, no, we're not stealing anybody's sleep. Even though it looks like that somebody is sleeping. But uh, sometimes people look like they're sleeping. They're really up and they're listening. Oh, uh, really? So when I'm putting my head down in class and my
1: eyes are closed, that means I'm listening. I could tell my rabbi, right?
0: Well, Schmelke, if you're putting your head down, And you're going to put your head down and close your eyes. Obviously, you're not listening. Oh. Well, can I continue to my next story? What do you say, Burl? Uh, Shandle, I didn't hear from you a long time.
1: Oh, women don't speak on the radio.
0: That's true. Women don't speak on the radio. So therefore, I'm going to have to continue on with my next story. How long is your next story? Because I want to go home that we're gonna have a while till we go home we're gonna have the bitter cold. Yeah, I feel bad for you. you're gonna have to walk in the cold Well you know what? I'll tell you something very interesting. Sometimes when it's cold, it's good thing. What does that mean? Well, you know sometimes it's cold, right? Like let's say the winter times it's dark it gets dark early it gets dark early and you know sometimes it gets depressing that it's so dark you have a long night you don't know what to do with yourself so what do you do yourself i'm getting to that part well when it's a long night was a matter of fact in Mishpatim this week's parasha is Mishpatim as boys and girls as you know what does Mishpatim talk about laws so it would be a good idea when in the winter time to uh, learn about the laws the dinam about different things for example give us an example oh of course i'm gonna give an example let's say i know what you're gonna say next okay uh, what am i gonna say next i'm gonna say next that you're goodbye oh no i'm not gonna say that no well uh, first of all i'm not a boy that's number one because i'm already i'm already uh, you know a radio host so i can't be a boy well, boys can be
1: a radio host like me. Yeah. I can also be a radio
0: host. Well, you can't be a radio host because you have to prepare. And in order to prepare, it takes a lot of time. Now, Kindlelock don't have too much time to prepare stuff. Who says? Kids can always make time. Oh, that's true. There you go. You stole my point. Ouch. What happened? You said point. Oh, I don't mean a needle. Come on. Oh, why is everything, why is everything here that I say is uh, ouch? Because last week you said hit. No, last week I did not say hit. That was two weeks ago. Oh. Well, can I continue on my story? What do you say? Beryl, can I continue? Yeah, continue. Continue. Um, okay. Um, okay. So, as I said before, this week's show talks about my Are you going to take long? Well, I have 20 minutes left, and if you don't let me finish, I'm going to go over time. Don't go over time! Okay, so don't let me finish. So, Kendallach, this week's Parsha, Parsha's Mishpatim. Continue. I am, I'm I'm trying. Will you stop interrupting me every five seconds?
1: Okay, I'm not going to be quiet.
0: Well, if you're not going to be quiet, then I can't finish. Okay, well, okay, so here we go. This week's Power show talks about partial mishpatim. Now, Parshad mishpatim talks about... What does Parshad mishpatim talk about, Beryl? I'm sure you learned that in school today. Yeah, Parshad mishpatim talks about... Avodin! Talks about slavery! Talks about lashon Hara! Talks about lying! Talks about hitting! Oh. What did you just say? Talks about what? Hitting! That's right. It talks about hitting. It talks about Lush and Hara. And it talks about so study these denims study about you know sometimes even a bad word could be a hit could be considered a hit a punch a hurt it hurts it's like a slap wait a minute but what about muster Musser also is like a slap well that's true but musser is a different type of a slap Musser is a slap like you're giving it because you love the person But if I'm just saying lush and horror about someone, I'm not loving anybody. I'm just saying something bad about someone because that's just coming out of my mouth without thinking. Oh. (laughs) Wow. Well, anyways, my next story, Nisim over here is getting uh, very tired. He wants to go home. Yeah, I also want to go home. Uh, But Nisim is really listening to all the speeches that's being said because he's going to have to say it over soon. Okay, can I say it over for him? You know, Nisim, Nisim had a hard day today, you know. Well, what did he do? Well, he does contracting, and he's doing a lot for the for the Yiddish world about j Radio, you know. And, kindlech. just for those who are listening right now, special announcement. Uh, as I said before, there is going to be a raffle in a few weeks. And, yes, kindlech, I'm going to make it clear right now. That we are soon going to start with J.Ru Radio. We're going to start having winter hats. The way it's going to work is. You are going to donate $30 or more. You get that little hat. I don't want a little hat. Oh, you don't want a little hat? What do you want? What type of a hat do you want? I want a nice hat. Well, you want a... What type of a hat do you want? I want, uh, I want a winter hat. You do want a winter hat but i don't want it small well, well we can try to make every size um now kindle uh anybody who's listening kindlech, you could tell your mommy you could tell your tati that you can uh, they can donate for more info on how to donate to jeru you can uh text in three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight. it's not my number this time okay it's the number for the jeru radio station or you can call 718 683 5858 and the Nissan will give you more info. But I'm telling you right now, the way it's gonna work, if you're going to donate $30 or more, and you don't have to do it yet because we didn't uh, get the caps yet, but once we get the caps, We are going to ask you guys uh, if you can please donate $30. And with that $30 that you're donating, not only are you doing a mitzvah and keeping the station awake, alive, up and running, and other kind words, and uh, um, if you're going to donate that much money, $30 or more, you could get this nice cap and we're going to even think about making a DVD about, let's say I had a magician on. When I had the magician on, you'll be able to see the magician doing magic tricks. Or when I had that scientist person on, or when I had Ellie Melchadler on, playing so many instruments and on. Uh, instruments at once, you are going to be able to see that live. Now, boys and girls, I know you might say, oh, what's the point of that? We could see you uh, sometimes online. Well, no. But you know what? Here, you can always keep the CD. You won't have to look for the video with the magician. You'll have the video of the magician. You'll have the video of the the scientist guy. Yeah, and uh, you know what? It's going to be very, uh, I'm hoping everybody donates uh, $30 or more. We'll get you that CD, that DVD, and and the hat. Well, who's sponsoring the hat? Well that we're going to ask everybody. Whoever wants to sponsor, of course, for the hat and for the lovely uh cap and for the lovely uh for the lovely DVDs, please text me or Nissim at 347 927 8398. That's the radio's number. That's the radio radios have number? Yes, radios have number. Can you believe that, Schmalky? Radios have number. Uh, no, I can't believe it. I thought radio you talk on. Well, radio you do talk on, but you know what? Sometimes people want to, let's say, give money, sometimes uh, people want to, you know, talk to somebody on the radio. Then what do you do? Well, you have to call up, uh huh. So, how do
1: they call up? Um, they call 718 683 5858.
0: That's right, and you know what, boys and girls. Anybody who's listening, if you call up right now or text in right now and Neeson tells me at the end of the show that you texted or called, then you will be entered a raffle. And this is, has nothing to do with the partial answering. You won't even have to answer a partial question. But answering a partial question would be nice. I would love to hear uh, also. I would also love to hear what you think about the show i don't want them to think of what they know about the show they're gonna make fun of me Well, well they're not gonna make fun of you so anyways can i continue my next story or uh we're going to have to end over here now continue well as a young bar mitzvah boy rev shimon was taken to the stands by his rebbe, rabbi Yehuda Brocha, to spend the yom tov shoes in an elevated atmosphere and uh high atmosphere in the court of the Diveri Chaim of Sanz. Now, the Diveri Chaim of Sans was a great tzaddik, a big tzaddik. And, uh, yeah. Well, uh, so, what happened? That year, as always, they had a Milchig Kiddush on Yom Tov. Why did they have Melechegs? Because it was Shavuos. Shavuos is a milch to have a Melecheg suda Why? Well, I guess when it gets closer to Shavuos, we'll find out. You're not giving away any answers? Nope, I'm not giving away any answers. Boys and girls, if you know why we eat a Melchik Kiddush, why we eat Melchik on Shavuos, why there's a minute of eating Melchik on Shavuos, please text it in to 347-927-3279 and you will be entered the raffle to win a either Anaki radio? Or either a CD? Or either a... I don't know. What else? (laughs) Well, I don't know. You tell me what else. What else can I raffle off? Uh oh A CD from Mostly Music. That's correct. Anyways. The young Bachar Shimon Greenfield squeezed his way in until he found himself by the rubbish chair. He listened to the Rebbe's speech until he suddenly could no longer contain himself. Bursting with a passion for Torah, he spoke up and asked the Akasha, asked the question. When the De'Ver Chaim finished speaking, he turned around to the brilliant boy and asked him to repeat his question before the amazed eyes of the samples of De'Ver Chaim spent the next long hour enjoying a Torah talk with the newcomer, Rav Shimon. So, yeah, that was Rav Shimon. Well... Another story. Where do you get these stories from? Well, I guess I get them from somewhere. I read them. You like reading? Well, obviously, if I don't like reading, I wouldn't be doing a show. Um, uh, why are you reading from a computer? Why don't you talk from outside? Well, I do talk from outside sometimes. Like right now, I'm not, I'm not, right now not talking from inside the computer. No, you're not talking from inside the computer, but you're. Looking inside the computer. No, I'm not looking inside the computer. If I'd be looking inside the computer, I'd be lifting up the computer to see what's in there. Well, can I continue my story, Schmokey? Because, Schmokey, you keep on disturbing me, and you know what? This story is very important. Why? Because sometimes stories can explain. Sometimes stories are in the shell. What's a nimble? Well, a Nimshell, boys and girls, a Nimshell is... uh... Uh, Nimshel is a uh, thing, a, a little bi, uh, parable to a story, meaning, let's say, if I uh, made a, about, a, let's say, uh, well, we're going to talk about this week's show right now because, you know, the time is running away, and I do have lots of things to say, so, Shmalki, don't disturb, okay? We're going to try to finish this. And the issue of the Marshag, the Bachomer Sirius Lam Dunim, What's Lam doing them? Well, they're serious. They were into it, and they were big Yeshimaim. At one time, a group of boys came to join the yeshiva. These were not the shtetl Bachrim, but from a big city, and their behavior was not like the rest of the yeshiva. About a month afterwards, some of the Bachrim came into Rav Shimon and suggested him to rebuke the people. The Rebenu's reply was in the form of a story that he heard from the Rav of Klinvarden, Rav Avim Weinberger when the Yidam were given permission to buy land and property in their own right under their own names a lot of shailas came up a Heter Mechira l'nochri meaning you had to give a Heter Mechira meaning selling it to a guy on Shavos various people in the community did didn't not do like this Halacha and the Rav tried to tell them his words however went unheard Rabbi Vrim Yitzhak noticed that those questions were chasidim of the Atar Svi of Zitichov, and he decided to give the case over to the Rebbe. Having made the journey once without seeing any results, Rabbi Vrim Yitzchak tried again. This time he told the Atar Svi, perhaps you should punish them by tell, taking them out of your chasidim. And then they learned a lesson. The Atar fee calmed down the angry, uh, the Rav who was upset of Clint Vernon. Every leader of our generation has his own unique task to fulfill. This, The general aim is to make people to do tshuva and to come closer to Hashem, but each one's strength it lies in a different place. My power, continued, uh, tzvi, lies in the tefillah. If there's someone who has went far away, I make sure he hears my davening of Hakoyu yuducha. If that doesn't turn his uh, heart back, I can do nothing else for him. Well, finishing the marshal Rav Shimon encourages Talmudim. Our entire power lies in the force of limud. Our forces. Our forces of learning. We must. You must learn with all shaykite, with all bren, with uh, all, uh, with all fiery. Uh, you know. There's a story with Rabbi, one of the Nasium in the olden times by the Tanam that he had at once a fire burning around the house. So, you know, that fire came from because he was so halic How do you think a tzaddik became Halic, boys and girls? A, a tzaddik becomes Halic. He became Halic by doing the right thing. By thinking before he did stuff. By learning, steiging, by uh not like stagging and like steiging, but like steiging, like putting his head means like what does this word mean? What does this word mean? What does this word mean? And each and every word he pounded upon, he could write 300 things on it because he studied each and every word to him was precious like a gold. Anyways, that's the nimshaw over here. Now, we're going to say a different story. One more, two more stories, and uh, we're going to call it a good Shabbos. During the First World War, World War One, many Yiddish men were drafted in front to the army, never to be heard of after that. Well, after the war, there was a lot of problems with our because a lot of women had no idea where their husbands were. Well, there was this Rav, he took upon himself the Kaya Khatara to free about 300 of those widows now, a while later, while resting a, at a health resort, Rav Shima met the great Paisik Rav Shmuel, Angel, Angel, was a corner The Rav laid down the principal rulings and the Paiskem concerning giving the heter of the Targonos Now Rav Shmuel said that the Paiskem, his hetero is not really uh, readily understood. The halacha continued well into the night. The next morning, Rav Shmuel came towards Rav Shima with a smile of agreement. He said, Last night, a Talmud of yours described to me how you had sat for days and nights, stretching into weeks and months of learnings of Silgya concerning Agonus. and through all the yagia you came to your Hadushim. I'm certain, said Roshmol, that after such learning, your words can't be easily, you know, you can't be argued on. Such a Pesach is surely correct. So, again, this teaching us that you should always, always be into your learning. Like uh, Nisim over here, he's always he's always so much into his learning over here. He's uh, right now he's momish. he's unbelievable. He's looking over there on the uh, safer over there that he has over there. L- luckily nobody sees him right now, but yeah, he has the safer out and he's learning and you know he's listening to every word I'm saying and he's uh, you know it's, uh, it makes a big Rosham on him. What does a ratio mean? A Rosham means an impression. But do you know, this last story I'm gonna say. And off we're going to go. Where are we going to? Well, I'm going to be going home. Hey, I, I also want to go home. Well, right. Well, in four minutes, you'll be going home. Isn't that exciting, Shmelki? Yeah. Well, so, can you let me finish up? So, another story. Well, the every action of the Torah, Halach midas that, uh, that he led, Rav Shimon's Talmud, that terrorist Moshe of Markova, relayed that once Rav Shimon showed him seven rayos to one question, there were seven proofs to one question. However, on committing it, uh, putting it down on paper, the Markova, the Markova noted that his rabbi had only written three proofs. He asked Rav Shimon if maybe this other raya was uh, somewhere. Like I'll tell you how I answered. I answered a Shuva nalacha. First, I'm concerned about giving a feeling of inferiority to the rofu who asked and a question to which he had no answer. I, I bring seven proofs. Second, I want to show the rough about replying to the matter of Durabondon. If I give seven riots, they'll think that for every Durabondon, they'll need so many proofs. In truth, three are enough. Wow. Well, we're gonna do this last, last, last line, and yeah, and I, as I believe, I think I did exactly enough, because if I would have ended a little earlier, I would have nothing to say. <laughs> Oh, I tell you, Shmalky, you take over my Shmo. You take over my Shmo? That's not nice. No, you take over my show sometimes. Okay. On Earth, Shabbos, Hanukkah, Rav Shimon reported an interesting thing to a of his. Lately, I noticed something strange. Yesterday, a wealthy Yid came to me and poured out his uh, worries that he had. He was on the verge of going bankrupt having no money, and was afraid that if he would publicize this, his debitors would immediately pounce on him, would we'll go, go to him without hesitating. I took the money that I had put together to the printing of my farm and gave him the entire sum. Similarly, before Rosh Hashanah, poor, a poor, really poor person came to me with an urgent plea to save his family from starvation, and I gave him all I had. I feel that from Hashem that heaven, have there, trying to give me the extra merit of Sadoka something I've been unable to do all my life. Perhaps they want me to come back, to come to Besdin Shalmala, having fulfilled his mitzvah properly. Rav Shimon did not elaborate. But seven weeks later, on the nineteenth of Shvat, his words were recalled, and understood. For on that day he died; he passed away on the next world, having fulfilled the mitzvah properly. Partial question: A slave goes free if his master knocks out one set of two he's What set of teeth don't qualify for this halacha? The answer will be, of course, next week. And if you know the answer, please text it into me, 347 927 3279, to be entered in a raffle. Sponsorship is available and to advertise. Please email me, newkishwinihour at gmail.com, or text me at 347 927 3279. This has been the Kishwini Hour. Official shout out for, on, for everyone. This is, is JRoodRadio.com.